Yeah. 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 Give her a chair and get your phone so she can watch it in there. You want to watch it on my phone? Yeah, I want to do it. Thank you, Lord, for the day Tell the, uh, you know, they read it, y'all ain't heard me. Yeah, we heard some of it. We heard some of it. Come on. And revive traditions 
scripture comes from Nehemiah 2 and 11, well, 2, 11 through 24, uh, chapter 13, 1 through 25. Incorporate insights gained from the background scriptures into your lesson. Um, so we're going to read the scriptures. Our scriptures started with Nehemiah um, 2, chapter, second chapter 11, um, 11 through 20 of birth. So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. I mean, he was there three days. And I rose in the night and I saw a few men with me. Neither told any man what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Neither was there any beast with me, save the beast that I rode upon. Uh, just a little, just a little summary about it. Uh, Nehemiah uh, with the cupbearer, he uh, they had, they had called by Babylon, and he became one of the uh, honored and. Um, Trustworthy servants uh, to King to King Atias uh, Atias or Atias uh, I can't pronounce his name, but uh, he became one of the honors. He was able to pour his wine. He was close to the king, and he trusted the king. He had honor in the king's house. He was uh, a leader in the king's house, and the king trusted him. You know, back then you have to be trustworthy to get close to the king to even pour their wine because a lot of people wanted to poison the kings and all this stuff, you know, and, and to get that close or be to be in a house like that, that means you you was trustworthy. So Nehemiah was trustworthy. The king trusted him. Okay. So he be he that's why I say the captive cupbearer. Because the um Israelites were in captivity by the by Babylon at this time. They had got overtaken and God had they you know the last few Sundays we've been talking about how they had turned away from God, turned away from his covenant. And this time God had sent the enemy in to, to capture them. So at this time during this during this um era they were captive. They no longer were free to do whatever they wanted to do. And they no longer had they had somebody over them that they was in bondage. So now, Nehemiah had honor in, in, in the king's house. So now he's, he's talking to the king. So now he's, he had went to Jerusalem. He had talked to the king. The king, he went up to the king. The king honored him to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall. Now they're talking. So he said, okay, by him being the leader, he talked to him, said, like I told the pastor, the pastor, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I have this and that? So he talked to the king as his leader, and his leader told him. That's why he said, so I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. So he was there three days, and he was thinking about what he was going to do. And he said he arose in the night. So he didn't do anything in the daytime. He went at nighttime to scope out the wall, to see what he had to do, to analyze what was going on. Verse 13, and I went by night by the gate of the village, even before the dragon wall, and to, and to the dog fort, and filled the walls of Jerusalem, which were broken down, and the gates thereof were consumed with fire. But as we know, the walls of Jerusalem had been destroyed during their captivity. If, if nobody 
Sister teacher. Yes, sir. I was trying to wait till you get done with the scriptures. Okay. Because, but that's all right. I could, I could say, say, I could say, I could say my, I could say my piece now, since the majority of the churches on are coming on. Nehemiah had a mind to work. And I'm saying this this morning to Jesus is the way, Church of God in Christ. What's today's date? April 18th, 2021, right? Yes, sir. All of us on this line, we need to pray and tell God to give all of us a mind to work like never before. Amen. The reason why is, let me tell y'all, we're getting ready to open back up. We don't know. This may be our last run. And y'all remember the scriptures. He told us to set our affections on things above. We better start setting our affections on things above. 
We better start looking at the house of the Lord, how we going in there to work, how we going in there to, to give our lives up to serve people. We know works ain't going to get us in, but he told us, listen, we got to feed the hungry. We got to close these people. We got to do everything and, 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 and to, to put our hook out there to try to catch a soul. This may be, I'm telling y'all now, the way this thing is going, I'm not prophesizing nothing on it, but you, common sense to tell you the way this thing going, we're not going to be around here long, y'all, and we need to face it. Amen. And we need to start getting everything in order. Yes. Because we don't know what next year going to bring. Amen. And then, listen, don't think these scientists don't know what they're talking about. What I, what I mean by that is if 80% of the people don't get vaccinated, this thing ain't going nowhere. Right. It's just going to keep mutating, mutating, mutating. So I know y'all, I'm telling y'all, this may be a way of life. And we're and we going to have to start looking at it and say, okay, that's fine if it's a way of life. We're going to protect ourselves. We're going to cover ourselves. But we're going to keep working for the Lord like never before. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
is in us. We have to believe the word, what he's saying, it shall come to pass. You Amen. know, it says it's like uh, Michelle Shai said, his word is going to accomplish. That we have to use the word of God. The word Amen. of God is, um, is, is the breaker. Yeah. He goes go before. God is going to go before. God went before Nehemiah. He talked yeah. to him. He spoke to him, and, and all God is talking, glory to God. He's looking for a willing vessel to yes. do what it is that I'm speaking within your spirit. He wants yes. you to be bold. He wants you to be confident in yes. him to make the things happen. Because we are his
pushing behind him. So he got him in the same thing of the vision. So now you don't say, and this I get excited about, I'm excited about this lesson because I know God's hand is upon me. And I, I, I got to keep going back to Veronica because Veronica is, is excited about the work of God. And then my pastor trusted God in me. My leader, the overseer of my soul, the watchman. All right. Trusted God in me.
you know, it, we look at the walls of our life. Amen. Amen. We know that Satan is our enemy, is our adversary. Yeah. And in everything, you know, when when our walls, you know, every, like everything in our life seems, it, it, it may seem to tear us down. You know, like anything that happens in our life, it may seem to tear us down, but we we do know that God is, you know, is a God that works miracles, amen. Amen. God that he, he's God that builds us up. Yes. You know, because when our, you know, when our situations in our life, you know, what tears us down, amen. Yes. Well, we know there's a God that we can come to. Hallelujah. You know, when our, when, you know, when our situations get, you know, get in a, in a bad place. Mm-hmm. So God can reveal. And just yeah. like God used Nehemiah to rebuild that wall because, you know, the enemy had came to tear that wall down. Uh, but see, the enemy thought, you know, just like Satan, you know, he, he think that he can tear down God's people. My you know, God. Like, oh, like, just like Jesus said, you know, like in, in the word of God, it says that you can harm the body, but you but can't harm the soul. Amen. For protection. The wall that God built for the people. Well, why was it built? For protection. This is very interesting. Listen at this. One person makes a difference when a nine-year-old Rachel Beckwith, her charity, Waters founder, Scott Harrison, speak. She decided she would do what she could so that the children did not have to drink dirty swamp water. Charity 
Water is a non-profit organization that provides clean water throughout Africa and other developing communities. Instead of receiving birthday presents, Rachel's goal was to raise $300 for her birthday. Rachel only raised $220 and she was disappointed. Her mother encouraged Rachel by telling her that she could try again on her next birthday. Unfortunately, a few weeks later, Rachel was killed in a car accident. When news, when news of Rachel's dream spread, over 32,000 32, people donated a combined of a million dollars on her behalf. 80,000 additional people pledged to celebrate their birthday by raising funds for charity. Waters, because of one little girl, 20,000 20, water projects are provided clean water to over 6.3 million people. Watch this in, in, inspiring story unfold on the Charity Waters website. The link is in the sources list below. Oh my God. My God. One person. Okay, I will. Sorry. All right. That's okay. 
us to draw people. So we have to be prepared. And that's why we go in the church to be disciples. But we come out of the church to do the work. We are disciples and Jesus is the way. We are ready to go to work. Y'all be ready to go to work. Be ready to go to work. I'm going to turn it over to um to evangelists because the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And I know what he's saying and how he's moving. Pastor, do you have anything to say? Before I turn it over to um, evangelists, because the word has been spoken, we are about to go back in. Y'all have to have that heart to want to work. I, I want to uh, work. Want to draw soul. We are fishermen of soul. We are fishermen of soul. You've been saved. You've been delivered. Why would you want nobody else to have it? Amen. I just, I just want to say uh, a quick prayer, and then I'm giving. To uh, evangelist that she may close it out. Just a quick prayer. It's in this book. Father, thank you for reminding us that you use anyone bold enough to speak and work on your behalf to make a difference in our world. We want to be used by you. Thank you for giving us eyes to see and favor to move forward. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 God gave her a fine husband too. Let, let, hold on, hold on. Let let's go back in uh to the fact that y'all laughed at my mama. Y'all did what? It did. It's all right, yeah. It's all right. Well, I'm glad she got the final laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Lady, praise the Lord. I'm going to redo it. You know, you're going to have a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. deep, but when, when you're trying to do what God tells you, mm-hmm. and I like uh, Nehemiah's courage because the Lord put down his heart to go back home because he got from his own uh, family member that was going on in Jerusalem. So he had to rebuild that wall. Of course, we have to reveal what God tells us to do. Praise the Lord. You're going to have folks mocking you. Can't uh, uh, challenge. You're going to have all that. 
conference, trust and believe. I've been told that plenty of times. You ain't gonna be nothing. You ain't gonna do this. You ain't gonna do that. My God. But you know praise God. The Lord proved that person wrong. Praise the Lord. And we as as, as Nehemiah, we got to keep on going. Praise the Lord. And what's this Veronica when she prophesied to Pastor? Praise the Lord. Pastor, no. Pastor, remember I told you what Ronnie told me? Yeah. So that's going to be in the works, praise the Lord. But as we look at this lesson, Nehemiah had that work. You better get guidance from God when you want God to do something. Don't do it your own because if Nehemiah would have told or would have came next time, he would have been up. Don't let nobody know what God has for you. Hallelujah. Your work is going to tell it off. Praise God. And we look at Nehemiah's willingness. He was willing to uh, uh, do what God told him to do. His heart was in. Praise the Lord. Some people can sit up there and work. Because I've seen that too. Some people can sit up there and work. Praise the Lord. They hire in. Oh, I'm going to do it because that's just no. Your heart got to be in. And Nehemiah was determined to do what God said. And we people of the Lord, praise the Lord. We got to do what the Lord says, but we have to ask for his guidance, praise God. Praise the Lord. And since Vanetta had, was going to do a question, what was that question? Because I'm going to um, do it as much as I can, praise the Lord, for the week of our service. Okay. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank God for them. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
praying with all the enemy, you got to step back. You got to step back. Praise the Lord. But we are God's people. We got to keep on going. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I like this part because I was reading. Many communities are crawling around the people who live there. Talking about the community now. Slum walk, a lack of funding, rooted in historical inequities, unethical policies, practices. Account for much of the problem. But cleanse, maintenance are issues. The residents can call. Should God, should a, a church resource community include upkeeping and maintenance? How can the church encourage the city leaders to take action as Nehemiah did? Hallelujah. The license of Ronald Affairs, praise the Lord, there is a work to do out here. Amen. You know, I've seen uh, people about to fight out here. I went out on the porch, I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You know, over some probably some he say she say stuff. I said, Lord, help the people, Father God. Why? Because it's a lot of mess. Uh, uh, there's people I, I looked at my home, praise the Lord, and how I came from being just just everything in box, and how God opened up that door. I cried yesterday because my son said, Mama, he said your house is so cold. That's deep. He said this because he's here for a minute. Mom, your house is so cozy. I said, why? Because it's peaceful. He said, yeah, Mom. He said, no. Nah. He said, yeah, it's cold. He said, I said, you couldn't sleep, Mom. He said, no. Nah. He said, but Mama, he said, we just planned out. But you look at what you did. And I look at that today, how God blessed me to fix my home. Amen. <laughs> things that this community, we don't know what's going on in the community. We don't know what's uh, happening until God, let us, God lead us, praise the Lord, like Nehemiah. Lead us to help someone. Whatever they can, what we can do. But we have to go and let God lead us. We just can't go out there on our own. So we just thank God, praise the Lord, for this lesson. It's for us to always take it in day by day. Uh, Nehemiah had a mind to work like Pastor Red. He had a mind to work. Wherever you at out here, I don't care if you at the store, somebody come up to you, speak on what God's done for you. How did you do this? Speak on it. And when God um, leads you to speak, like Sister Jenna said, we just do the, uh, do the plan, but God water and do increase. Speak on it. Speak what God did for you. That helps somebody else. God, what a blessing, praise the Lord. We can ready to close our Sunday school. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for the Sunday school. Thank you, Lord. Each one that's on the top, uh, podcast everywhere listening, praise the Lord. We ask you, Lord, even on the podcast, if anyone on there, praise the Lord, let them be a light to their communities, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and Lord, we just thank you for each and every one on the zone, Lord. Continue, Lord, to bless. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord watch between thee and when we're absent, watch from love in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, and our motto is, the child saved, the soul saved. Bless the life. I'm going to turn to our hands. Amen. I'm going to ask that Vanetta keep your phone unmuted and Deacon John Keep your phone unmuted. Everybody else, if you can mute your phone.
phone, we were having the background noise. And, and when we threw everybody's phone would be muted, uh, except for mine as we begin to go into this morning worship. We thank God for those that are with us, which is our power uh, that we just had. And, and we, we're going to pray and we're going to give a shout out to the Red Blonde Fox podcast listeners as we begin to go into this uh, early morning worship. Uh, our early speaker is Evangelist Yolanda Anderson. And we thank God for her coming back on the scene. God has blessed her and blessed her husband and family. We're all still here. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank and we praise you and we bless your holy name. We thank you for the hour we just had with you. We thank you because we know the Spirit of the Lord is with us. And we thank you for your Spirit being in our presence. We thank you, God, because you said with two or three just gather in your name, you will be in the midst. And God, since you said it, we believe it by faith. You're in our midst, and we thank you for being in our midst. Now, God, bless us as we go into this morning worship. Bless our early speaker on today, and bless our main speaker. But give us a word. Don't let us misinform anyone. But God, but give us a word. We need a word to live by, because your word, your word is truth. And we thank you for your truth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Deacon John? You get, unmute your phone, Deacon John. You still got it muted. Hit that unmute button. Okay, I got it. There you go. Yep. Okay, here we go. Uh, Psalms 67, verse 3, 4, and 5. Let the people praise thee. God, let all the people praise thee. Okay, that, that was 3. Here's 4. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thee shall judge the people, righteousness, and government, the nations upon earth. Okay, verse 5. Let the people praise thee. God, let all the people praise thee. That was fine. Thank you, Lord, for the words. Amen. Danielle is coming. A statement of faith. We believe the Bible to be the inspired and only infallible written word of God. We believe that there is one God eternally existent in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We believe in the blessed hope, which is the rapture of the church of God, which is in Christ at his return. We believe that the only means of being cleansed from sin is through repentance and faith in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We believe that the regeneration by the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential for personal salvation. We believe that the redemptive work of Christ on the cross provides healing for the human body in answer to believing prayer. We believe that the baptism in the Holy Spirit according to Acts 2 and 4 is given to believers who ask for it. We believe in the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit, by whose indwelling the Christian is enabled to live a holy and separate life in this present world. Amen. Amen. All right, we're ready for you, Vanetta. Are you hear me? Yep. Thank you, God. 
Grace eternal God, we thank you for those that tithe to take care of your house. We thank you for those that give an offering. We ask you to bless them and bless those that did not have to give, that they may not be ashamed. Bless them to give another time. We pray for those that plant seed. God, we ask that you return their seed 100-fold. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. All right, we're going to give a shout-out to the podcast listeners. And then we're going to hear a couple songs, and we'll be ready for our early speaker. So just stand by. We're going to have Danielle come to give a shout-out. Red Blum Fox Podcast listeners. Today we are giving shout-outs to Central Luzon, Philippines. Oringa, Germany, Hesse, Germany, Ashburg, Virginia, Washington, Washington, Virginia, Chincote, Chincote, Virginia. Whose mic is that? Quick, Columbus, Ohio. You just keep going. Columbus, Ohio, Wooster, Ohio, Dallas, Texas, Leveland, Texas. Garland, Texas, Buddha, Texas, San Jose, California, Mountain View, California, Oakland, California, Clifton, New Jersey, Atacon, New Jersey, Chicago, Illinois, Seattle, Washington, Borman, Oregon, Western Cape, South Africa, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Dales, Beloit, Wisconsin, Lithuania, Georgia, Tucker, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, North Little Rock, Arkansas, Montgomery, Alabama, Providence, Rhode Island, Haile, Florida, England, United Kingdom, Brooklyn, New York, Catacomb, New York, Hollis, New York, Inver Grove Heights, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota, Camp Hill, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Gilbert, South Carolina, Pelone, South Carolina, Boston, Massachusetts, and plus okay, give me a moment. Placitas, New Mexico. Amen. That's it. You see that the list is growing. People are listening from all over the country. And this is no play. This is for real. They are listening to the uh, podcast, and we appreciate them. And we want you to know, podcast listeners, we're taking you with us into the sanctuary. We got one more Sunday 
on Zoom, and we're preparing to take you with us. We want you to stick with us and keep listening to us. And listen, if you want to even send a financial blessing, you can send it. You don't have to send it to the pastor. You can send it to Jesus is the way, Church of God in Christ, or you can just put Jesus is the way, 2034 West Center Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53206. I'm going to repeat that again. Jesus is the way. We're accepting donations. You can send them to 2034 West Center Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53206. And we thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We don't take you for granted. You can be doing anything else today. But God, we thank God for you. And we pray for you. And we bless you. We're going to have two selections and we'll be ready for our early speaker. Please stand by. Please stand by. Alexa, play help in my library. Amen. Our souls been anchored in the Lord. You fanless, you learn the Anderson. Are you ready? It's in your hand. Lord, I just want to just give honor to God and my life, Pastor, First Lady, all evangelists, everybody in the household of God. I just want to just praise and thank the Lord for all He's done. Amen. And waking up each and every one of our families today, let us see a beautiful day today. I'm gonna, my message is a sure. A sure foundation. Sure. And we know what sure means. It means confident. You know, one thinks or knows. But we know, because, you know, by us knowing God, we know for sure that God is going to do what He say. And we know that God is a God that keeps His word. Amen. But it's a sure foundation with God. A sure foundation. And we know that, you know, it's important that, you know, all Christians lose follow Christ. Amen. It's important that they have, you know, a sure foundation. Amen. Because, you know, we know that we know that we know. Amen. A sure foundation. And it's important for us to follow him. Amen. And to know that what God has done what he can do, amen, and our belief, amen. As a sure foundation, I'm going to start with faith. Because when we have faith in God, amen, you know, we have a sure foundation because one thing about it, we trust in him. We trust in the Lord because we trust in everything that he said he's going to do. We trust in what he says in his word, amen, because we know that, you know, we for sure that we know that God will never leave and nor forsake us, amen. And even even through our life, amen, and, you know, in our everyday life, of having that sure foundation is to have faith, trusting God in everything we do, you know, and having that sure foundation, amen, you know, pray, amen. We must have a prayer life, you know, to have that sure foundation with God, to have, that, have a prayer life with him. You know, 
you know, not just just praying to him, you know, just you know, not just praying to him, just be praying to him. But have, you know, have a conversation with God. You know, and then we have that prayer life, you know, and sincere, you know, being having a sincere heart. Amen. Being sincere in our heart and what we say to God, you know, in our prayers. Amen. And you know, and that's how, you know, we go forward when Christ has that mature foundation. Amen. When we are praying to God constantly, you know, praying not and not just for ourselves, but you know, praying for our families. You know, praying, you know, for our fellow Christians, you know, for our fellow Christians. You know, praying for each other each day, amen. To have that sure foundation, amen. And it says right here in Romans 10 and 17. It says, so then faith coming by him. Now, you know, we got to, you know, we got to listen, you know, to God's word. We got to listen to God's word and believe that what he says in his word, you know, not just listen and you know and just go off and do everything else like you know you know like god's word is just something else or or god's word is something like just read the book that's not what you know that is god's word is you know come by hearing our faith come by hearing. gotta believe by hearing and it says and hearing by the word of god you know so you gotta believe in god's word yeah and listen you know, not just, you know, hear the word, but listen, do it. Amen. And trust in God in everything with, with our heart, our soul, and our mind. You know, everything, even in all that we got. Amen. And we know that, you know, God, when we look at the word of God, it says how God is our portion. You know, he's our refuge. Amen. You know, because I know that God is, you know, our protector. You know, even in our storms, amen. You know, you know what we go through in this life, because I know that, you know, when I, you know, by me going through something, Lord, but I, I know that what I'm going through, I still had a sure foundation. Because I knew, you know, what I'm going through, you know, I knew how to come to God. You know, because I knew for sure, you know, that God, you know, knows what I'm going through. And I knew for sure, you know, that God will answer my prayers, you know, through my faith. Amen. Because I believe that God can do anything. You know, anything that we think. Sometimes we would think that's 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 impossible. He does the possible. Because you gotta realize that God, you know, God is our creation. Amen. And he knows. You know, he knows, you know, he knows what we go through. He knows you know, he, he knows everything. He's an all-knowing and all-seeing God. And then, you know, having my, you know, having a sure foundation in him. Amen. And, and I'm talking about wisdom here, wisdom of God. You know, and asking God, like, if you ain't got no wisdom, ask God. He said, ask and it shall be given. Amen. When we don't know, because, you know, when we're going by, you know, with this, with sure foundation, but we have when we walk with God here, we gotta have that wisdom, Amen. We gotta have, you know, that wisdom from God, so we can understand, you know, and so we can have that knowledge, so we can understand what His Word is saying to us, you know, to have that sure foundation with Him, 
And and to know that too, that one day that when he, he's gonna come back, Amen. That when he come back, we gonna be for sure, Amen. And to know, Amen, that when he come back, gonna rapture us up, Amen. Because we know and we believe, you know, that he what he said in his word, what he's gonna do. And even when you know, even through you know our physical, you know our physical bodies are kind of hard. What we going through, but we know for sure, amen. That God's gonna give us strength in our body. And that, you know, that's why I look at a sure foundation in God. Because when we put if we put our sure a sure foundation in this world, we ain't gonna have nothing. Because see, the world don't offer us. The world cannot offer us any assurance at all. Only in God. Only in his word, amen, that God offers us a sure foundation because the world is going, you know, the world is going to eventually pass on, pass on away, but we know the word of God is going to still stand. So we know that I put all, you know, I put all my trust in God, I put all, you know, because I believe that what he has for us, amen, you know, when he does come back. You know, and what he gonna do when you know when he do come back, Amen. And where he, you know, I know for sure, Amen, that I'm the I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna be in a heavenly place, Amen. When he do come back, so we know that God is with God, Amen. And but these are some things, Amen. Some things that can keep us from having that sure foundations of all things, you know, and that's his flesh. You know, when we have, when we are living, you know, if we are living in a simple lifestyle, we don't have no sure foundation. You know, we don't have that assurity with God at all. When we're living, you know, living in our own ways, you know, doing things in our own way, you know, because we must not let, you know, as far as followers of Christ, we must not let sin to be a part of our everyday life. You know, we must we must always repent daily. Amen. We must always pray and ask God to give us the strength. Amen. So that we can keep that insurance in, in surety with God every day because, you know, we have to strive every day you know, to keep our sure foundation with Him. Well, you know, God already know what we go through every day. He knows, you know, what, you know, what we, you know, what is going on in our life. But to keep ourselves focused on God, you know, to keep that sure foundation. But we believe, amen. Everybody that's on this phone and everybody that's listening, amen. You know, have that sure foundation with God. Because without God, we don't have anything, amen. So don't. We must not let sin, you know, to, to keep us apart from God. We must, you know, we must live by the Spirit of God. Amen. We must live by His Word. If that's what we want to do. Amen. Because that's our choice. God gives us a choice. But if you want to be with God, then we must, we must keep walking on that same path, that righteousness. You know, to live a righteous life, amen, and, and in our struggles, amen, because God will give us strength to come up out of that, 
He will do that. And I'm going to read Proverbs 10 and 13. It says, Then, I mean, in the midst of him that has understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. And see, you know, when we, you know that when we have the wisdom of God, you know, because we know wisdom of God teaches us. It teaches us to do what's righteous. And it's teaching us to, you know, to stay on that foundation with him. You know, and it teaches us to, to go, you know, in that righteous path, amen. But we know that when we, you know, when we decide that we don't want to stay with God, you know, we want to walk, you know, walk away, amen, from that, from that sure foundation in the Lord, amen. And we know that all, you know, we know Satan out there is waiting, amen, to just, you know, just to sip you up his week. And that's what he would do, amen. If we ain't got God, amen, that's what Satan wanted. He want to sift us as we, amen. He just want to take us and take our souls, amen. But we know that God, you know, stand with God, you know, that is the best thing to do. I'm talking about for everybody that's following Christ. You know, stay with God, even if when things seem to get bad, amen. Things seem, I mean, even if it's good. Still stay with God because He's, you know, our protector. He's our founder. Amen. He the one created this heaven and earth. He created us. Amen. And His Holy Spirit through the Son Jesus Christ that lives in us. Amen. And we know that it's important. Amen. That you know, if we leave, Amen. We leave God. We know what it can be. It's like you know, it's just like when you're being, you know, being disobedient. You know, like being disobedient to your parents and you get in trouble. And then when you get in trouble, hey amen, you know that, you know, you're going to deserve to get, you know, disciplined for what you have done, amen, for what you have done wrong. But, but we know that if we stay with God and be obedient, because that's one of the other things, being obedient to God. Being obedient is a sure foundation. Now, we learn to be obedient to God and listen to everything that God says in his word. Amen. We can be for sure, amen, that God, you know, going to hear our prayers. We're going to be for sure to know that God, you know, when he looks at our obedience to him, amen, he will keep us. Amen. Because we know what, we know what kind of world we live in. You know, it ain't good. We know that. You know, but at the same time, we know that God is good, the merciful and loving God. Amen. But those who don't know that God is merciful because he is. You know, just all you have to do is just read his word. And you will see that what he says in his word is true. Amen. Because a lot of people, you know, have problems, you know, trusting in God because they don't know. Amen. Because they don't know him. But once you start reading the word of God, you will find that your, your, all your, your assurance, your foundation in the Lord is in that word, amen. And asking God to put his word in you, amen. And then when he put his word in you, you can sure go on, amen, and, you know, listen to everything that God tells us. 
and don't let nothing just knock us off this this foundation that God, this true foundation that God has for us, man. This the salvation, amen, that God has for us, amen. And I just, just praise and I just thank the Lord for all that he's done, you know, because I know for a fact and I believe, amen, that Jesus Christ, he died on the cross for our sin. That's that's my sure foundation. He gave his life for us. You know, he didn't have to, but he did. He gave his life for us. He died so he, you know, so he can save us. Save the sinner, amen. And that's what he did for us. But when, you know, if you, if you know somebody that is lost, amen, you can tell them. Tell them about God's sure foundation. You know, and what God has for them. And how much God loves them. Amen. And I just thank the Lord. Let's pray my strength in the Lord. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for that early word. You know, I'm going to say to Jesus is the way. I'm amazed at all our speakers. Because all of our speakers and teachers, they are anointed. And I see that great anointing. Just ain't, It's just not one or two of them, but it's all of them. Stay on your course. Thank God for you and your word. I want to finish up where I started at about two weeks ago and use as a thought. Don't use another gospel. Father, we thank you for it is, have heard and eyes have received. We thank you for your word all this morning how good your word has been to us. We thank you for it. Continue to anoint everyone, every speaker, every teacher. Jesus is the way. Continue to open doors and make ways out of no way. Because we know that thou able. Now give us understanding in your word. Continue to stay with us today and be with us. Because we know you're with us. And we thank you for being with us. We don't take nothing for granted from you. We appreciate you, the God that made the heavens and the earth. We know that you live. Now give us our understanding in your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to look at, I know Vanetta, if she's listening, I want to look at Philippians 3 and 7 I want to start and I want to we have done half of this chapter and now we at the almost the close of it in the middle of it in Philippians 3 and 7 Paul said that he counted in this verse he said I also count the first counting was at his conversion the second some 30 years later, was in Rome, prison. After all he had experienced, he still counted it worthy to give everything up for the sake of following Christ. To give everything up 
to follow Christ. This is what Paul knew he had to do. After 20 years or more of experience, Paul had an opportunity of revising his balance sheet, looking again at his estimates and seeing whether or not his counting was correct. What was the issue of the latest search? How do matters stand at his lack stock taking? He exclaimed with very special emphasis. Yeah, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. This counting loss was not merely an eternal spiritual exercise, but Paul indeed suffered the loss of all things, that he might gain Christ. This is a demonstration by the place and circumstances under which Paul wrote this letter. A Roman prison where he truly could say that he suffered the loss of all things. Here this cat is in, in the penitentiary writing. And, 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 and when I had read before, he, he was handcuffed to another prison. Prisoner. They were stuck together. But Paul still began to write. Paul here used strong language. Literally, Paul considered that a excrement of done not only as worthless but as offensive. The ancient Greek word for rubbish had one of the two. It could describe excrement from the body or table scraps that were that were fit only to be thrown to the dogs. We may suppose that Paul would be comfortable with either meaning in his context. The word rubbish means the vilest dross or refuse of anything, the worst excrement, the word shows how utterly insignificant and unveiling in point of salvation. The apostle esteemed everything but the gospel of Jesus. Philippians 3 and 9. Look what he says, Philippians 3 and 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. We can't say anything or use anything about our own righteousness because it's not ours. The righteousness what Paul was talking about was found in Jesus Christ. His righteousness wasn't nothing. Even though he followed the law and he was taught by the best, he knew the law backwards and forward. And I ain't talking about just the Ten Commandments. He knew the law of Moses. He knew the law. He was an expert in the law. But he found out he was having his own righteousness. But now he's giving it up. Through faith. Because Paul was in him who could renounce his own righteousness and live by the righteousness which is from God by faith. All of us that are on this line, that are on this Zoom call, that are saved, and we're saved by faith, the righteousness that we have is made by Jesus Christ. We are righteous people now. We wasn't before because we didn't have no faith and we didn't have no God. But God had mercy on all of us and he caught all of us somewhere in life as we were coming up. He caught 
or somewhere as we was moving throughout this earth and traveling. He caught us. And he called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Who could do something like that? He had mercy on all of us. We, we could have died and been in hell. But God decided, no, 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 no. I want you to live. But I want you to live for me by my righteousness, not your own. It ain't how good you are or the good that you do. It's my righteousness that I've given you. I have died for you. The foundation for spiritual life was in what Jesus had done for him and not what he had done was doing or would do for Jesus in the future. The righteousness which is from God by faith. Paul here exposed the great differences between the legal relationship stressed by his opponents and his personal connection with Jesus Christ. The difference is between living and trusting in your own righteousness and living and trusting in God's righteousness given through faith in Christ. He, he disowns his own righteousness as eagerly as other men disown their sin. And he highly esteems the righteousness which Christ had wrote out for us, which becomes our by faith. Philippians 3 and 10. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship. Of his suffering. Don't choose. Another gospel. Here Paul is telling you. That he wants to know him. And his power. So. Th th there's a power connection. Between Jesus and us. He said I would like to know him. And his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Being conformed to his death. If by any means I may obtain the resurrection. From the dead. This was the simple plea of Paul's heart. It was a plea unknown to the legalist. Who must necessarily focus on his own performance and status to find some kind of peace with God. But Paul wanted Jesus, not self. To know Jesus is not the same as knowing his historical life. It is not the same as knowing correct doctrines regarding Jesus. It is not the same as knowing his, his moral example and is not the same as knowing his great work on our behalf. We can say that we know someone because we recognize him because we can distinguish what is different about him compared to other people. Philippians 3 and 12 through 14. Not that I have already obtained or am already perfected. <laughs> I like this. Paul is saying, I haven't reached perfection yet. Not that I have already obtained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold on that for which Christ Jesus has already laid hold on me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind. We got to let the past go. 
you cannot take the past into the future. It don't work that way. The past had to stay out of the future. Whatever we did on yesterday is gone. Not last year, not the last few months, not last week, but yesterday is gone. So we find ourselves where Paul is telling you, forget those things which are behind. Forget those mistakes you made. Forget that them babies you had out of wedlock. Forget the time you were hooked on drugs, alcohol, and smoking marijuana. Forget those things when you messed up and ended up going to jail. Forget those things when you went off on somebody and almost hurt them. Forget them. Let them go. I'm done with the past. Yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I messed up and had women and everybody just about had a woman or man in sexual encounters and wasn't married to them. But that's, I'm leaving that behind. I'm done with that. I'm done with all my failures. So Paul, he tells you, but one thing I do. He said, one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and I'm reaching afford to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God and Christ Jesus. We on the right road, Jesus is the way. That's why we got that name. We on the it, it, it ain't in the pastor's name. It ain't Jeffrey Coleman. No, it's not. It's Jesus is the way. He's the truth and he is the light. Paul wrote from such spiritual maturity and purity that he might expect, he believed that he had conquered all spiritual difficulties and saw himself as having arrived at near perfection. Yet, he assured us this was not so. There was no perfectionism in Paul. Sadly, it is common for many Christians, look at this, leaders to cultivate the attitude that they have already obtained. I haven't came to perfection yet. I, I, I'm, I'm far from it. I'm just going to be honest with you and tell you. No, 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 no. I haven't arrived yet. Paul figured this thing out. When he said that I haven't arrived. So he goes on and he said, without saying the words, they put forth the image of constant triumph that give the idea that they have already obtained and have already perfected. Because Paul realized that he has not arrived. We have realized that we have not arrived. There was only one option open for him. He had to press on. This is, listen at this, this is where childlike faith meets real maturity. A child can't wait to be bigger and always want to be more mature. But I press on meant that Paul had put his hand to the plow and refused to look back. I'm almost through. Y'all stay with me. That I may lay hold of, of that for which Christ Jesus had all also laid hold of me. Paul pressed on what for what Jesus wanted. His efforts was put to do God's will, not his own. When Paul said that I may lay hold, he used strong language, the word apprehend, from the Greek word translated obtain, but with a preposition prefix 
which means it is local force down. He wants to catch hold on it, pull it down like a football player who not only wants to catch his man, but he wants to pull him down. He wants to pull him to him. Paul began this verse with the idea that Jesus Christ had laid hold on him. This is an important idea, yet sometimes Christians reach to that idea by being passive. They suppose Jesus got a hold of me, so that is it's it now. I am a Christian, and I am going to heaven. Paul showed a different attitude. He was determined to lay hold for, for that which Jesus had laid hold on him. So one should ask, why did Jesus lay hold of Paul? Jesus laid hold of Paul to make him a new man. So Paul would lay hold of that and wanted to see the conversion work of Jesus completely carried out in himself. Jesus, hold, Jesus laid hold on Paul to conform him into the image of Jesus Christ. So Paul would lay hold of that and wanted to see the nature of Jesus within himself. Jesus laid hold of Paul to make him a witness. So Paul would lay hold of both the experience of Jesus and the testify of that experience. Jesus laid hold of Paul to make him an instrument in the conversion of others. So Paul would lay hold of the work of bringing others to Jesus. Jesus laid hold of Paul to bring him into suffering. So Paul would lay hold of even that work of God in his life. I'm finna close. Jesus laid hold of Paul and so that the apostle might obtain to the resurrection from the dead. So Paul who laid hold on that heavenly hope. The prize of the earthward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was focused on one thing. And would not let things which are behind distract him from it. He pressed on for the prize. We have to let the past go. And we got to press forward. On the mark of the high car. We got to live in today. We can't live in yesterday. We can't live on the mistakes we made. Whatever mistakes we made. God has already forgiven us for them. Before we even ask him for forgiveness. It's already there. And some people said no don't use that. Don't say that. Why would you say that? It's the truth. We already accepted Christ. So guess what? We accept them for past sins. Uh-oh. Present sins. What you go? You, you can't do nothing with that. You have to see that as it is. Why he did what he did when he did it. He did it for us. That we could be forgiven even before we get to mess it up. Who can do you like that? I'm through. I'm going to finish this as we go along. But we got to know that we can't change the gospel. And we dare to try to live by another one. The foundation has already been laid. And it's not that hard to understand. 
is by our faith. It's faith. Without faith, we can't even please God. We thank God for you on today and as you go on your way, uh, keep things in remembrance. Uh, the Sunday school was good. Remember the word in the Sunday school. Remember evangelist Yolanda, uh, the words. Keep those words that you hear, the teaching that you hear and the preaching that you hear. Keep it before you and keep moving forward. Don't look back. You can't go back to yesterday. <laughs> yesterday is gone. So now we're moving forward. Whatever we did wrong in our past, God has already forgiven us. And as I close, as we go forward, whatever sin that we may commit up the road, it's already been covered. People don't like to hear that because they, 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 they don't like to hear that. Because what, what are you talking about? Before you even messed up, you said, uh, as you go into next year, it's already forgiven? Yep. <laughs> it's already under the blood. So I thank God for Jesus the way. Yes, I can remember I was coming up and they didn't even want to ordain me to become an elder. I'm going to close with this. They, they, they didn't want to ordain me to become an elder because I had been married before. And God revealed it to me. The pastor that I had, he was, he was a good one. But he was an old-fashioned pastor. He believed in that, that marriage, that one wife thing. That's not, that's not so. That's not so. He believed in that, that you shouldn't remarry and shouldn't get a divorce. And if you did, you were still married to the woman you was divorced for. That don't even make sense. That don't make no sense. So guess what, y'all? He didn't want to ordain me as an elder. The Lord revealed it to me and he told me, he said, he's not going to ordain you. I went home and went to sleep. I put my hands to God. And as I was sleeping, the Lord came and spoke to me in a vision, a dream. Told me, said, I'm going to make them ordain you. I woke up. I told Brenda, I said, the Lord. She looked at her. I said, I, said, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I said, but he told me. And it wasn't no more than a month. The pastor told me to come to bishop council. And the bishop was there. He was there. And the pastor I was under was a superintendent. was another superintendent there, and it was another pastor. And he called me in his office. Guess what he said to me? He said, I don't know why I'm doing this. I never did this before. But even up on, the recommend, on, on, on your pastor's recommendation, I'm, I'm going to ordain you right here, right now. Tears started going down my eyes because I know he wasn't doing nothing slick. I know he wasn't doing nothing slick. I knew what God had told me. And that's how I became an elder. I want y'all to know. I'm ordained by God. And that's that's not braggadocious. Man didn't ordain me. He just gave me the papers. I was ordained by God. And that's how Jesus is the way we got started. We're not through yet. We got souls to get. We got people to feed. We got people to clothe. We got more people to meet. God is going to see us through. 
Jesus away. We one Sunday away from going back into the house. Let's be encouraged. And I want y'all to know, I told y'all before, if this thing make a turn for the worse, we're going to be back on Zoom. But until now, we're going into the house. I feel comfortable at this time and led to go back into the house. Uh, are there any announcements? Veronica, you still on here? You got any announcements? <laughs> All right. We'll catch her uh, next week. She she blessed. She she getting her grandkids. The Lord is blessing Veronica. The mother is turning them over to her. And that's where they should be. Should be with her. She's truly loving. The mother do too. But I think she best with the grandma. So let's be encouraged. Wednesday night, we'll be back on Zoom. We're going to stay on Zoom as this thing going on Wednesday night. We're going to keep our Bible study, but we're going to stay at home on Zoom. We're only going to go into the sanctuary on Sundays. All right? And if anybody feel led that they don't want to go, I'm not holding that against nobody. That's that's up to you. That's, that's your right. You do what you need to do, but we're going to love you. We're going to stand with you. And we're going to keep praying one for another. Love all of y'all. Thank God for y'all. When y'all go, y'all have a great day today. We look for you on Wednesday night. Thursday night prayers at 430 as we move forward. We appreciate you. Boy, we really love you. I can't wait to hug some of y'all because I, I done had my two shots. And I, I, I just adore y'all. And. Hey, I'm still going to have my mask on, but I'm going to get me some hugs. But uh, listen, I'm going to tell you, look, I miss y'all being in person. And I love y'all. Amen. Evangelist Yolanda, how your husband doing? He's doing fine. Do All right. We're going to keep praying. And hey, he, he walking. He he walking. Amen. He walking. We speak. He, he definitely walking. He coming back to his own. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Vanessa. Pastor, pray for the Gordon family, Glenn, and his sister, Linda. Okay, yeah. Okay, Linda. He's in Okay. We're going to pray for her in our closing prayer. Anybody else that we need to pray for? Yeah, uh, pray for the boy that went up to Toledo uh, to go visit and take clothes back to spray for their safety. Okay. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the ears of her heart have received. God, we thank you for your word because your word is truth. There's life in your word, and we thank you for your word. God, we ask that you touch Linda now. You heard the request. You heard what they say about Linda in hospice. But God, only you, only you can turn things around. God, you know what you need to do for her. You have made her. You know who she is. Now go and touch her. Go and touch her and let your will be done, even with that family. We pray for Glenn, that you touch him in a special way. God, we pray for Evangelist Vonda's sons. Uh, we pray that... That they travel back. Give them traveling grace. Bring them back home safely. Don't let them get stopped for nothing unless it's just be for their own good. Bring them back home safely. Lay hold on them. 
They coming to the gospel. They coming out. They coming to you, Lord. They coming to you by faith. Because their mother, all the years she's been praying. And you got them prayers in that vow. Hear our prayers. Bless each and every last one of us. Forgive us of our sins. Blot out our iniquities and cover us in your blood. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. amen. All righty. We love you. Bye-bye, everybody. All right. When you come back from the church. All right. All right, Jeff Jr., we see you. All right, Nikki, we see you. We love y'all. We got one, one more Sunday. We're going back into the house of the Lord. Amen. Oh, love y'all, too. All right. Love y'all. All right. All right. All right, love all y'all. All right.